0: This is Dennis Regan, and welcome to the Dick Van Dyke Appliance World High School Prep Basketball Confidential. Dick Van Dyke Appliance World is proud to support the outstanding high school basketball played throughout central Illinois. Buckle up for a fast 60 minutes with News Gazette Media's Colin Likas and Jim Rosso.
1: Thank you, Dennis. Six o'clock downtown Champaign in the middle of this powerful three-hour radio window. I'm Jim Rosso. Along with Evan Kahn, Tamara McDaniel, and not Colin Likas. Sorry, Colin. It's a special night here at the Sorry, all of Crown Point, Indiana as well. Prep basketball confidential. It's uh it's Matt Daniels, the sports editor. Yeah. Pride of Edwardsville. Class of 04. Go Tigers. Former Rantoul sports editor. That's right. Been the news gazette sports editor since 2013.
0: 14, 14, 14, something like nine.
1: that. Feels longer. All right. You see that uh, line atop the sports page every day. Consistently recognized among the nation's best sports section. That's because Matt Daniels running the we're on the ship. He's our point guard. All right.
2: You're our shooting guard, Jim. Thank you. You're, you're our, our closer. closer. <laughs> you're our, you're, you are our Io DeSumo. I like to shoot. I'm the Trent Frazier right now. <laughs> are you? Sure. Sure. Hit a bunch of threes, play good defense.
1: Thank you, Matt, for stepping in for Colin. He's on vacation. We let the kid take some time off.
2: I know, right? I just I don't know how I feel about that now. But uh, yeah, he's uh, skiing in Colorado. He'll be back later Scheming? this week. skiing, oh, on a ski okay. trip, skiing, pushing the skis. Yes, he'll be right. at some games later this week.
1: So well, there's good news. He uh, submitted his top ten uh, boys basketball poll, which we can't wait to unveil after our first break but that was nice of colin to do that
2: yeah i i applaud his efforts in in doing that and i just put my name on it because i did it (laughs) but Uh, send all the hate mail and all the complaints mm -hmm. to colin okay that's weird
1: that saint joseph ogden the home of matt daniels is number one in the in the latest Uh, false okay false didn't know if you had the input on that (laughs) last
2: the 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 last area program in our coverage area to, to win a state title though yeah, I read about to, uh, Brandon Trimble in Sunday's News Gazette. That's right. Colin caught up with Brandon Trimble yeah. before he went on a ski trip. Right. He's uh, tearing it up at the Wisconsin Parkside. That was a crazy run
1: by the Spartans. Uh, yes. That they
2: almost lost uh, in the regional. Well, I, I, thinking back to that season, the 2015 16 season, uh, you know, going in, uh, right around this time on the calendar, and, and we can. Uh, talked to Kyle Duvall, uh, St. Joe's coach. He was an assistant on that team. He's actually in the building right now with two of his senior standouts, and, and Chance Izzard and, and Peyton Kane. But going into that season in 2015-16, uh, right around this time, they are sitting about 11-7, and seven, I want to say, and they were playing down at the Rocket Center uh, in Tolono against their rival Unity, and they were down like 22 points in the third quarter and ended up coming back, winning the game in overtime, and that just really sparked that six-week run that they had there that, that you know ended with uh, a class 2a uh, yeah. state championship uh, over in peoria it was it was quite the memorable run
1: all right as matt said we got spartans in the house a little later in the show we'll have some maroons in the house to represent the rosso household there you e- go. even those things uh, uh, yep. up a little bit uh like i said we'll go into the uh, top 10 we'll have plenty of uh, other scoops uh during the show we'll get up to the brad underwood show which uh should be festive tonight at Papa Dells, man. you got a team that's ranked 19th in the country now, leading the Big Ten, has everybody's attention.
2: Yeah, it's been a crazy three weeks for the uh, for the Illini. You know, you think back to three weeks ago on January 6th, they just come off that win against Purdue, and uh, not a lot of questions about where they were going to go, and now they're, you know, Bob Osmussen writes in Tuesday's News Gazette, he lists all the eight first and second round mm-hmm. sites, so you can – Start planning, I guess, if you're an Illinois fan.
1: I know this is a boys and girls basketball show, but one football note St. Thomas Moore announcing today, and if you go to newsgazette.com right now, you can read all about it. They're going to eight man football.
2: Yeah, uh, kind of a surprising move. Uh, you know, STM is, has been around for almost two decades uh, with the school and, and the football program. And, uh, you know, Nathan Watson, their their coach, informed us today that they're, uh, they're dropping down to eight man football starting in, in the 2020 season. It'd be interesting to see the ramifications of that. Uh, you know what that does to the Illini Prairie Conference what that does to scheduling for other area teams and Watson really decided numbers uh, and safety is kind of two big issues they only had about 25 players or so on on this year's roster and you think back a few years with St. Thomas More football they've always kind of been a perennial playoff contender and reached the the state quarterfinals in 2016. Uh, Dan Hennessy's last year uh, at the school on North Madison even then they had some uh, some low numbers so uh, they're hoping that this can maybe you know spark some part more participation get the numbers maybe back up and just lead to more success too they're coming off a one and eight season a really tough season and uh, haven't been back to the playoffs since 2016 but we now we now we have five area schools in eight-man football. Milford Cisna Park, Judah Christian, Schlarman, Blue Ridge decided in December to do that and now uh, now STM.
1: All right, that's enough football talk. Okay, it's Sounds over. Good. Let's go back All to right. basketball. I like right. basketball. Tell you what we're gonna take our first break. We'll bring the Spartans into the studio when we come back.
0: now back to high school prep basketball confidential brought to you by dick van dyke appliance world where when you buy from us you get the whole store
2: And we're back on the Dick Van Dyke appliance, prep, appliance World Prep Basketball Confidential. I'm filling in for Colin Likas. I'm Matt Daniels, the sports editor with the News Gazette. So apologies for the butchering of the official name title. Is Evan Kahn, our producer here. just he gets a good uh, good chuckle out of that. Clinton High School, by the way. So we've got some St. Joseph Ogden Spartans in the house here. We've got uh, two seniors, Peyton Kane. Chance Izzard and their coach Kyle Duvall, who was just telling me off there, they didn't have the best practice today, so he's sitting far away from uh, Kane and, and Izzard right now. But first off, Kyle, thanks for uh, for joining us on the show. Uh, you no, guys no are sitting guys are sitting at twelve and six on the season, uh, coming off two straight wins in, in league play. Just uh, kind of fill a li- our listeners in on, on how the season's gone so far for you guys.
3: I mean, there's been some ups and downs, and we played really well at times, and then we've we haven't played well at times, and and what we're trying to get to is is where we show up every night and and we have our best effort because we know and the league that we play in every team's good and and you're going to get their best shot and and if you don't show up one night you're you're going to get beat and and you just have to play well and you just have to keep grinding. So.
2: Gotcha. And Chance, uh, you're kind of a, a veteran on this team, I guess. Just what were kind of the the expectations for this this group of guys going into the season at all?
4: Uh, you know, a big thing that we stress before coming into the season is we got like 10 seniors i think and so you know there should be no excuse in terms of leading and leadership so going forth you know the whole season we got to continue you know we got guys that have been there and the low has been there in the highs. so mm-hmm. going forth we got to really keep a strong foundation of togetherness and uh, try to reach that original you know, uh, championship
2: peyton you guys uh One Friday night at Olympia, 61-30. Loss, or or actually won uh, last Tuesday against St. Thomas More, 66-45. After two difficult losses to quality teams in Bismarck, Henning, and Rossville, Alvin and and PBL, what do you think was kind of the difference for you guys last week at all?
5: We just showed up, as he said before, attitude and leadership. I feel like in our two tough losses, we kind of like spread away from each other and we came back with two good wins and we were all just
2: together. Confidence was up. Gotcha. You know, Kyle, what did what differences did you see maybe last Tuesday night against STM that maybe wasn't there for those, those previous two games against, uh, you know, Bismarck and PBL at all?
3: Well, I thought our, our defensive effort was better. Um, we noticed against Bismarck, we were giving up a lot of paint touches and easy layups, and we just had to figure out a way to keep teams out of the paint and, and kind of defend the bounce, and, and STM's one of those teams that's scary because they can get inside the lane, and if you don't guard them one-on-one, um, they can make tough shots. So we just, we, we were trying to hold them to contested jump shots and then, and then just screen out. And, and we knew the offense would kind of take care of itself if we defended. So, I mean, the last two games, we, we've defended really, really well. And I think that's been the difference.
2: Chance, uh, growing up in St. Joe, great basketball tradition that the, the program has had. We were talking earlier on the air about the, the 2015-16 team that ended up winning a, a state title. What was it like for you maybe as a younger kid, going to games? getting into high school knowing you know kind of what this this tradition of this program has at all
4: uh actually it's kind of funny that you say that um kind of you know the leader of that team i guess you could say uh brandon trimble he was actually you know when i was in eighth grade we became really close and uh you know my eighth grade even sophomore and uh freshman year i was always in the workout in workouts with him so i mean i kind of grew up watching the chemistry they had and uh you know putting the ball in certain guys hands and you know knowing your role and accepting what you got and what you don't have so I mean you know St. Joe like you said it's been great in terms of basketball so uh, it's it's exciting that we're seniors now so we get to kind of continue to pave that path.
2: Peyton what was it like for you as a kid watching the older Spartans you as you as kind of a younger guy at all? It was awesome growing
5: up. I always went to the games with my dad and my brother, and just seeing like how good they were and the chemistry they had and the bonds they had on the court was awesome. And being able to be a part of the Spartan basketball
2: program was—it's been amazing. Well, Kyle, you were an assistant uh, on that team. That's why you want to stay tall, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but what was what was that moment like for you as a young assistant coach? Uh, obviously a veteran coach and Brian Brooks who was the, the leader of that team but just the, the seniors that were on that team and, and just that moment you guys had you know four years ago. Uh,
3: it was unbelievable. I mean uh, all the the great plays and the great moments those those times you, you never forget about and, and those are things that you're gonna live with for the rest of your life and it's this stuff that we bring up to these guys all the time and you know we, you always think about Ty Brown's big six six three pointer game where, where nobody expected him to do it that could be any one of these guys. Um, and we kind of talk about that. You, you have to you have to step up in those big situations, and and sometimes you have to get lucky. And and usually the guys that work the hardest that it, it all pays off in the in the long run. So,
2: looking back on that season, what was the key? Do you think you know? We were talking, Jim, and I were talking earlier too about how the you guys had to have a huge comeback at Unity that season, and then you just and I remember talking to Brian Brooks that season too that I think he basically put Jake Pence and Brandon Trimble in a room and in polite terms just kind of said
3: figure it out. Yeah it, it was chemistry issues early it really was we weren't a lot of people don't remember we were 10, ten and 7 at one mm-hmm. point and we, we were not very good and we were not very fun to watch <laughs> um, and it down the stretch we kind of figured it out and it was it, Jake and Ty went into a room and said listen you you two need to figure it out um, and, and we came out and, and to be honest with you it was right before the unity game when mm-hmm. we put them into, into the locker room and said that and we came out in the unity game we looked terrible in the first half <laughs> and and figured it out in the second half and i think that was that was the momentum swing right there was after that game it it seemed like that group just came together um, you could tell in the locker room there was a there's a mindset shift there's a mentality shift the way they played after that they were they were more together as a group mm-hmm. and, and that's the stuff that we're stressing to these guys you can i mean there's a lot of games talent will get you through but you can't win the big ones without chemistry it just doesn't happen chance
2: how would you just describe peyton kane and and what he brings to this saint joseph ogden basketball team Uh, i'm sure you tell him this simple phrase i'd
4: say all the little things (laughs) you know we we talk about that this guy i mean he's he he's the hardest worker in practice he just does everything we ask day in day out i mean whether there's rebounds uh you know defense offense passing you know scoring getting a couple of buckets when he can um, he brings it all to the table and he's he's one of those guys that we can depend on at any given moment anytime uh, you know he's got all of our backs and you know it's, it's great to have that.
2: Peyton how would you describe chances or to roll on on this St. Joseph Ogden boys basketball team?
5: He's a hype man for the team every, <laughs> every practice we come in he's got great energy and you know we all know that he's a great scorer so Great offensive threat, good defensive threat.
2: Mm -hmm. It's all around a great player. Kyle, how vital have these two seniors just been, uh, You know, not only for this season and the stretch you guys are on right now, but just kind of the development, continued development of the program? Well,
3: our whole goal with these two was to develop them as captains and develop their leadership skills. And that's been their goal since day one that they entered the program. We knew they had it in them, uh, but that was something we had to bring out of them. And you can see that they're getting better each day at that, and that and that's been huge. And and Chance has always been the vocal leader. He's the guy that people are his. I don't know. It's his personality that people are attracted to. Uh, they just tend to follow him. Um, and and we knew that if he would start to take on that leadership role, that we would develop a little bit, and then. And then Peyton, we're just trying to get him to be more vocal because he, he does all the stuff that we ask. It's it's just the vocal part that he's been working on this year and he's gotten so much better.
2: Yeah, I know, Peyton, you're, you're kind of the glue guy. I think that's what your coaches has described you at this season. You kind of, like Chance said, kind of do all the little things. What was it like for you, though, last Tuesday night, kind of break out score? And I think you had 23 points against uh, against STM.
5: Yeah, this was obviously something different. <laughs> <laughs> I used to like four points, but it was awesome. Like... Chance, mm-hmm. he had, what, eight, something, yeah, like, something that. like that. And he wasn't down on himself. He was cheering mm-hmm. me on, like, telling me great job every shot I got. Yeah. And it was just awesome.
2: What, what was working well for you offensively that night?
5: I don't know. I was, the game before versus Bismarck, mm-hmm. it was a rough game for me. So I just came out hungry, and I was very aggressive on the offensive end, gotcha. which I've been trying to develop this year, and it just came out that game.
2: Kyle, what was it like seeing
3: him just kind
2: of go off offensively? It's,
3: it's always good to see – well, you always knew you're in good shape when Peyton hits a couple shots, early. <laughs> uh, because you know he's gonna he's gonna be great on the defensive end. And he ca- hits a couple shots, and he's got that confidence. And and you know we're that much better when we have you know you know Chance and, and Ty, they get a lot of the mm-hmm. scoring attention, but when when Peyton's going two, we can be really tough to beat. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the the mentality that we've had with him this year is you've got to be aggressive because when you are, we're that much better.
2: Chance, what was it like seeing Peyton just kind <clears> of? <throat> have his big game offensively
4: oh yeah I mean it was awesome for sure I mean he's my best friend so like I said I mean the scoring is usually not there not that he can't but I mean he's just focused on Mm -hmm. he he puts so much energy on the uh, defensive side so you know when there's an opportunity to where you know we can give guys or another you know different guys opportunities to get to the rim and do some things that they usually don't it's a you know it's a good it's a good feeling
2: obviously more than two players make up a basketball team and, and you need key contributions from guys all season you've gotten that at times you know from a freshman like ty pence you know seniors like jordan kelly peyton Grimms, the other guys what about you know the other key contributors on this team kyle and, and what they bring to to you guys each and
3: every night uh, we we've talked all the time that we we have to try to develop depth because mm-hmm. you know not every night chance is going to have it not every night ty's going to have it not every night p Kane's going to have it so we're you know, we, other guys have to step up in, in certain moments, and, and if we can get that, then we have a shot to be good. And we've had that at certain times, and there's certain times we struggle with that, but that's the, that's the stuff that we're trying to get better throughout the season. Mm-hmm. You know, if we can do that each night and, and try to push guys to, you know, maybe exceed their expectations a little bit or, or maybe do just do a little bit more. Just do a little bit more, though. We've got a shot to be pretty good.
2: Mentioned Ty Pence, freshman, who's really kind of burst onto the scene this year for you guys. I know, Kyle, we talked back in, in early December about his development and, and how he, uh, you know, kind of always just kind of paid attention, was just kind of, yes, coach, what can I do to improve? Mm-hmm. Just how has he progressed throughout the, his freshman season at all?
3: And we're tr- trying to get Ty to the point where, you know, he's not just thinking of himself as an offensive scorer, but, uh, you know, playing the defensive end too, because he is so long and he's athletic and. You know, he can defend so many positions. If we're able to, to get that out of him, um, it, it's huge for us. Mm-hmm. And, and him being able to rebound, too, it's just, you know, those are things that you need. You need those guys, and, and we can keep him on the floor. We know that he's going to ha- always have that scoring threat, but if he's putting up 10 or 12 rebounds, then we're that much better. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that's the part that we're trying to get him to understand.
2: Chance, you guys got a big game uh, tomorrow night. Go down to Tolono, face your rival Unity. What is school like during the day when you know you've got a game later the night, especially against an opponent like Unity at all?
4: Right. I mean, obviously playing at the Rocket Center anytime it's very exciting. So when it comes to school, I mean, it's, you're just anxious all day, and, you know, you want to get out in the court and the lights. But – uh uh, a tough question, <laughs> but uh, hopefully none of my teachers are listening. But, you know, quite honestly, I mean, yeah, you, you know, it's pretty obvious. That you want to get out to the court, so I mean, the whole day goes by. I didn't
2: ask you that to get you in trouble at school, <laughs> Chance. Gotcha. So don't worry, Peyton. Wh- what's a bus ride like before a game, and what's a bus ride like after a big win at all?
5: On the way there, everyone's locked in, like they're anxious to get on the court and locked into their scouting report. And then after the game big win everyone's just excited smiles on their faces
2: what's the what's the go-to place in st. joe after a big win rocks 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 okay of course fair enough. you sound like a veteran of rocks <laughs> i don't know if you like that answer kyle his dad owns the place okay so there you go there. fair enough that, that's a good yeah. answer then uh final question before i get let you guys get out of here and thanks again to kyle Duval, chances are in peyton kane of the st joseph ogden boys basketball program for for stopping by the show uh tuesday night go down to play unity they're having kind of a difficult season, at all, but it's still a rivalry game, still a road game. Just what do you kind of, kind of want to see out of your team tomorrow
3: night? Uh, we talked about that today. There, it doesn't matter when we play them; it doesn't matter records. We throw records out the window because it's always close when we play them, and it's always tight. and And they're gonna have, they're gonna give us their best shot, and and we hope that we bring our best shot too, because you know what type of game it is. You know, it's a rivalry game, and everybody plays well in those situations, and they're on their home court. Um, you know they they may have struggled a little bit this year, but they've also played really well at times too. So we you know we have to have our best shot tomorrow.
2: All right, well that's the the rundown on the St. Joseph Ogden boys basketball team. I want to thank Kyle Duval, the second year coach of the Spartans, Chance Izzard, Peyton Kane, two of the senior standouts for the Spartans. They're in action uh, tomorrow night down in Tolono, 7 p.m. tip at the Rocket Center yep. against Unity. All right, we're going to take our next break on the Dick Van Dyke Appliance Prep World. Basketball Confidential Show. Did I get that right, Evan? I got, I got it right. All right, good enough. We'll get it right after the break. Thanks for thanks for joining us, guys. We'll be right back. Appreciate,
3: Appreciate it.
0: it. The Dick Van Dyke Appliance World High School Prep Basketball Confidential continues with Colin and Jim on News Talk fourteen hundred WDWs and Light Rock ninety seven point five WHMS.
1: Love it when the Spartans and Rockets go at it. Now, I got some old school stories for you, Matt. Oh, I know. When you were do. a toddler. I've heard them. All right. I can remember br- taking my first of four kids mm-hmm. to go watch you uh, when Brian Cardinal, okay. Coach Akers, went down to St. Joe. Okay. Went up to St. Joe, I guess. Yeah. And beat him. There's my story. <laughs> <laughs> How about that? <laughs> what I'm saying is, I'm old enough. To have seen Brian Cardinal play The all-time, basketball.
2: all-time leading scorer in Unity Boys basketball history.
1: Little known a mess up by the News Gazette when he committed to Purdue. You know what a dateline is? I do. You many of our listeners, I it's the big capital letter. It says kind of where the story is mm-hmm. coming from. The dateline said, Unity,
2: not Tolono. Who was the sports editor back then? It wasn't me, Oh, okay. actually. Gene <laughs> McDonald. Way to go, Gene. Way to throw her under the bus 25 years later, Jim. Might have Good been me, job. actually. i <laughs> <laughs>
1: just like to... All right, 626. We got some Champagne Central Maroons on the way. Matt Daniels was berating me earlier today. I was said, not. He said, what is wrong with your Big 12 schools? It's They're a, all 500.
2: It's an interesting situation. That's uh, not what you said. I... <laughs> It's an intriguing situation. What did you say, Jim?
1: (laughs) You said, basically, they're all 500 and just mediocre. They're
2: not mediocre, but they are all all around 500, and I really don't want to get hate mail from Centennial, Champagne Central, or Banner, Danville Parents now. Thanks, Jim. Do you still get hate mail? uh, Or is it hate email? Hate email. email. (laughs) Hate tweet? Both.
1: Snapped? Yes. Go to Snapchat right now and see the Spartans. They did great before the... uh, the show. Yeah, uh, I mean the, the, the
2: four big 12 teams this year it's um it's really hard figuring out these rankings every week. I don't envy Colin like uh with this at all but you had Centennial that it you know coming out of the Christmas holiday at the Effingham T Topless Christmas Classic finished fourth down there, feeling some good vibes. Well, they've lost four in a row now. They're at 9 and 10 on the season. Uh Champagne Central who we'll have in later Again, they play a difficult schedule, just like Centennial does as well, and Danville and Urbana. Uh, Central sitting at 11-11 this season, just lost on Saturday in the, the consolation championship game of the Chick-fil-A Classic down in uh, Belleville East. Uh, Urbana, they're playing tonight, actually. Got uh, St. Thomas Moore in a non-conference game. Uh, they'd made the trip up to Wisconsin on Saturday night lost a close game to a really good team Nicolette Wisconsin 84 77 they're at 10 and 10 on the season they just knocked off Centennial the night before those 66 60 mm-hmm. on the Chargers home court uh, sweep the season series against Centennial Then Danville you know sitting here a month ago they were 9 and 3 won the consolation championship at the, the Pontiac holiday tournament arguably the the best holiday tournament in the state of Illinois Injuries have really decimated them. Uh, Tevin Smith, their, their junior standout with a handful of Division, division one offers, uh, hurt his right knee um, in the Pontiac Holiday Tournament, hasn't played since. Had the chance to talk to Darrell Robinson, the Vikings' first-year coach, last week's not sure if he's going to play again the rest of the season. Uh, they're sitting at 10-13 and 13 on the year. They just played three games in three days, though. Uh, last night they were up in Chicago at the uh, breast cancer shootout at Chicago Orr. Ended up losing to Zion Benton, 78-71. Uh, hosted Peoria Notre Dame this past Saturday night. Notre Dame's ranked fifth in states in 3 A. I only have one loss on the season, which is two the Urbana Tigers. Uh, I'm Jim Rosso shaking his head right now, but those are the facts, Jim. And they uh, uh, Lost at Peoria Richwoods this past Friday night as well. So the Vikings are kind of in a tailspin right now, but if they can get everyone back healthy, <laughs> And the fact they're in 3A this year. This is the first time in, I think, almost a decade that they've been dropped into 3A instead of 4A. So they, c- they could potentially, in essence, the 3A regional come mm-hmm. late February, a month from now, it's, it's going to be completely unpredictable. That's yeah. my synopsis. All
1: right. I was in Indianapolis over the weekend. Happened to catch Crispus Attucks, which mm-hmm. Urbana gave a game to. They did. At Oscar Uh, Adams, playing for the the Indianapolis city title, which is big stuff. If you know your Indiana hoops, like Colin does, yes. Uh, Well, I was born in the state of Illinois, so I
2: I know Illinois high school basketball pretty well, Jim. What I'm saying
1: is, Damon Bailey, though, very good.
2: What Bedford, North Bedford,
1: high high school teammate or classmate of the leader of the marching bulldogs, were in Muhammad Seymour. There's your little known fact today. Anyway, what I was getting to. was I would say Urbana probably still has a slight edge on everybody.
2: Yeah, I would say so too. Uh, they beat Danville already this year, uh, knocked off Centennial twice. Uh, Champaign Central, they'll, they'll play the Maroons, not this upcoming Friday, but the next Friday, February 7th. So Verdell Jones's team is, has played a really difficult schedule. Like you said, they hosted Christmas Addicts a few weeks ago. Went up to Wisconsin Saturday night. Uh, they were down in St. Louis uh, around Christmas time. Played all Missouri schools down there in a tournament, St. Louis University High. Verdell Jones is really amped up uh, the schedule. And speaking, too, of Urbana Boys basketball, hopefully everyone checked out Sunday's News Gazette and saw the photo on the front page of the sports section with Io sinking the game winner against Michigan because mm-hmm. Vashawn Russell took that photo, the yeah. former Urbana Boys basketball coach. Correct. Led him to a regional title appearance in 2013.
1: You can read about that in tomorrow's News Gazette. He's got a little artistic flair. He's if really If you want good. a good photographer, call Vashana. Yeah. You know, dude, too. Also a good softball player. There you go. How about that, man?
2: All right. Hey, tell you what, let's, let's go into your misguided top ten. I've, I've, I've heard legends that you uh, just randomly pick apart rankings. Right. And expertise. Scott Ritchie tells me that, too, on Inside Atlanta Basketball. Exactly. He's wrong every week, so mm-hmm. now it's my turn to to be wrong. So we'll see what happens. But I will say this: I had about twenty to twenty-two teams that I was going through. This they could have found their way in here because the the parity this year in, in high school basketball in the area is is pretty outstanding. Already making excuses, Evan as well. Well, and the fact to. too, and, and again, I don't know if Colin brings this up on the show, but we have such a wide variety of schools in terms of big school, mm-hmm. small school. How do you kind of weigh those those factors? Wins have to matter at some point. so Do they? They do for our top team. Let's go It okay. Go. Are we going 10 to 1? Are oh, you go 10 to 1. All right. Do Man. we have the cool sound effects? Everyone yeah. Says so yes. give them a little break
1: after you announce the team.
2: All right. Checking in at number 10, the Chargers of Centennial. Wow. Sounds like Jim when he uh, writes a headline <laughs> <laughs> that I like. There's other words I use. Uh, the Chargers are sitting at nine and ten. Uh, they they've lost four in a row. Uh, they're back in action though uh, Tuesday night they host Decatur MacArthur, so a chance for Tim Lavin's team to to get a quality non conference win and, and see if they can kind of you know really write themselves. I mean they were a few plays away from knocking off Champagne Central a few weeks ago at Combs Gymnasium, a packed. Combe gymnasium mm-hmm. by the way so uh sitting at nine and ten they, they check in uh at number 10 on rankings number nine jim's gonna accuse me of homerism on this one but uh saint joseph ogden wow did you record those jim the spartans were not in our
1: top,
0: <laughs> top, <laughs> top <laughs> 10 last <laughs> they, they week and,
2: and suddenly they are they they picked up two quality
0: wins okay. Uh, I'm, I'm okay with that uh, last week actually. they
2: beat st thomas more at home 66 45 won at olympia 61 30 they were coming off two tough losses to to Bismarck Henning, Rossville Alvin, and Paxson Buckley-Loda. They've got a chance to make it three in a row uh, with Unity uh, tomorrow night at the Rocket Center. Coming at number eight, uh, Muhammad Seymour. Wow. <laughs> the Bulldogs are at... At 10-9 on the year, uh, Ryan Bosch's team went on the road twice last week, played non-conference games against uh, Washington, and Dunlap uh, split those pair, close games both uh, against both those teams. Uh, they get ready to host Bloomington on, on Tuesday night.
1: Bulldogs are playing a bunch of close games. They are. You know that?
2: They are, and they have maybe one of the most prolific scores in the area in, in Grant Coleman, uh, the Milwaukee Bound senior is good for double-digit scoring every night. Uh, Dropped 44 in a game recently. Uh, If you want to check out a a guy that's got potential and and can put the ball in the bucket, uh, check out Grant Coleman and the Muhammad Seymour Bulldogs. Speaking of high-scoring teams, number seven, uh, Judah Christian. Wow! (laughs) The Tribe uh, hit 17 three-pointers on Friday night in their win uh, against Decatur Christian. Won 92 to 43. That's in a 32 minute game. That's incredible uh they haven't lost in a month they lost their last loss was on december 28th against bismarck and roswell alvin in the title game at the bsn classic uh they've won every game in january they're gonna kind of rest up this week and uh friday night make the trip over to bloomington to to play cornerstone uh coming in at number six Champaign central wow uh the maroons are sitting at 11 11 on the year uh Made three trips down to Belleville last week, down to the Chick-fil-A Classic, Belleville East, went one and two there, lost a close game to Alton last Tuesday, uh, beat up on Belleville Altoff last Thursday, and then lost to Belleville West in the Constellation Championship game. Uh, Jeff Finke's team gets uh, the week to prep for a trip to Pure Manual on Friday night. Never an easy place to play, though. Number five, Urbana. Wow! Tigers are at ten and ten right now. Could improve to eleven and ten with a win tonight against St. Thomas More. Uh, Chris Cross really stood out for them in, in the win against Centennial. Uh, Bryson Tatum, Jermaine Young, or some other veterans that uh, you know the Tigers have, uh, but they they played a really. You know, a lot of games here in a short amount of time. After tonight's game against STM, they get the rest of the week off, and then they get to host Danville this Saturday at 1 p.m. Yeah. Over at Oscar. They Adams do that. Uh,
1: it seems every year they play uh, an afternoon game on a Saturday against Danville. I kind of like that. Yeah,
2: it's nice. Get out, get a chance to go see some some matinee basketball on a Saturday afternoon. Uh, checking at number four, Paxton Buckley-Loda. Wow. Uh, Panthers are sitting at 17-3. Uh, they've won three straight games uh, They host St. Thomas More on Tuesday night then I would say probably the game of the week uh, is coming up this Friday night uh, PBL goes down to Tuscola uh, battle of two small school programs that are probably gonna make a run in, in class 2A come this postseason so if you're looking for a game to go to this Friday night head down to Tuscola number three Prairie Central Wow! all the Hawks do is win games uh, they've won seven in a row go for their eighth straight tuesday night at pontiac they're sitting at 18 and 4 i uh, got a bunch of guys that can score trey Biz- trey Bizelles, they're kind of their leader their go-to score and prairie central is on the cusp of 20 wins and we haven't even hit february yet uh checking at number two Tuscola. wow sorry warriors fans had to drop him from the top spot they lost a game last week, but life has moved on in Douglas County. Uh, they lost out on the road in Moecoa to Central AM, one of the top 1A teams in the state. Uh, Jalen Quinn, though, putting up huge numbers still. They rebounded this past Friday night with a win against Warrensburg latham He had a double-double, 29 points, 12 rebounds, I want to say. Jacob Kibler, uh, Colt Cunningham. They got a host of scoring options for them. And the good news for Tuscola, they actually get to play a home game this week. Uh, they host Arthur Christian School tomorrow night it's their first home game since December 21st which is weird. I got, wow. some, good,
1: I got some good news for the Spartans. They're, they're mad that you dropped them. But in tomorrow's news you Gazette, mean the Warriors? Yes. To skull the Warriors the too.
2: The to skull the Spartans. I wonder how that would go <laughs> they, over. <laughs> not, not well.
1: <laughs> anyway uh, hopefully you didn't miss up their student section group. The Black Pack. All right. Okay. they kicks off our week-long ode to student sections. Uh, great photo of them. Emma Zimmer, a high school confidential correspondent, will tell you, and Principal Fiskas will tell you why this group is the best student group around.
2: Yeah, maybe a kind of a split crowd though Tuesday night because it's a school the girls' basketball team is playing in the the semifinals of the Central Illinois Conference tournament Tuesday night over in Shelbyville against Sullivan. All right, so there you go. And our number one team is Bismarck henning Rossville, Illinois. <laughs> wow, hard to. Uh, Hard to, you know, not have them at the top. They're 21-0 they're on the season, haven't lost a game. Uh, they won the Vermilion County Tournament Title Championship game on Saturday night in convincing fashion. They beat Georgetown Ridge Farm 58-22. to 22. Sounds more like a Friday night football score, but uh, Gary Tidwell and his Blue Devils, they've got something special going on uh, this season. They've won all of their games except for one, which was against Cisna Park back in December by at least double digits. Uh, they're back in action Tuesday night against Christman, and just looking at their schedule the rest of the way, it's going to take a really good effort from a, a team to, to pull an upset on them. I would I would not be stunned if they go into the postseason unbeaten. Is that a good thing? Yeah, I don't know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to catch up with Gary Tidwell later this <coughs> week and, and ask him that, that same exact question. Some coaches have, you know, the stock answer of, oh, we just take it kind of one game at a time. Some coaches don't mind, you know, having getting knocked off. It takes some of the, kind of the pressure off of, you know, trying to go through an unbeaten season. But Drew Reefstick's the real deal. Every area coach I talk to who's played, Bismarck County always brings him up first. Uh, just kind of a go-to guard who can, you know, score on all three levels, really get after it defensively, and it's just kind of a leader. Uh, you know, he made the alternate team at the Vermilion County tournament. Kaj Stanford, another of his teammates, uh, Elijah Tidwell, as well. They've just got a really good blend of of talent. Uh, you know, in the back court and the front court, and no one has really even come close to to stopping them this season. So, uh, Bismarck County Rossville, Evans a real deal.
1: All right, you'll see their team picture in tomorrow's paper. So, if you're a fan of them, pick that up. Buck fifty, cheap. Um, always a good scene at the Vermillion County tournament uh, neat setting mm-hmm. uh, that gets us started and then all uh, oh, it seems to generate a lot of
2: interest yeah i mean paul Marine and Danville's the, the longtime host for the the county tournament and it's a, a rich traditional tr- tradition rich tournament and uh you know it's it's good if you're a fan of the blue devils this year because the bismarck kenny and roswell and boys and girls teams won the county tournament this past weekend. all
1: right here's my idea uh feeding off that okay come on let's have a champagne county tournament yes please we tried a couple of years mm-hmm. ago and then the The shooting incident outside the uh, Central Danville game Mm kind of put the kibosh to that, but now that things are back up and running, let's do this. I would love to see Judah Christian, our number 17, Mm -hmm. take on, say, urbana yeah just see what happens it
2: would it'd be fantastic um you can berate jeff Finky when he comes in here in a few minutes and and badger him about mm-hmm. that jim if you want to well he was all for it i, I know he believe. was all he right. was i remember talking to him and former central athletic director john woods when they they broached that idea and it was going to be a a, a great it, you know it was going to be set around thanksgiving week so kind of the opening week of the season and a round robin tournament but it was going to have all the champaign county schools and You look at Vermillion County, that's, you know, almost going on 100 years. McLean County Tournament's just completed its 109th season. Why doesn't Champaign County have it? I am in complete agreement with you on that, Jim. Well,
1: that's good to know. Anyway, there's your challenge, Champaign County Schools. Make it happen. Uh, We will be visiting with the uh, Maroons uh, pretty soon. So let's do this. Let's take our break. Okay. Let's welcome him in. Go to Snapchat. They'll say hello to you before they join the air. Uh, Matt Daniels on the air. We'll be back after this.
0: Now back to High School Prep Basketball Confidential, brought to you by Dick Van Dyke Appliance World, where when you buy from us, you get the whole store. Welcome back to the show want to
2: thank uh, St. Joseph Ogden boys basketball coach Kyle Duval and Chan- and two of his seniors, Peyton Kane and Chance Izard, for stopping by. Earlier, pleased to be joined now in the studio by the Champaign Central Maroons. Coach Jeff Finke, two of his top players, senior Price Punkay and junior Cleo Terry, are in the house. How's everyone doing?
6: Doing well, thanks. Yeah. Doing pretty good. I'm pretty good.
2: Good, good. Uh, first off, Jeff, you guys are sitting at 11 11 on the season. I know you want to be. 22 and 0 but uh, how would you just kind of gauge the progress that this team has made in the
6: past two months great question we're we're uh, getting better trying to figure out exactly who we are you know we've played 14 of our 22 games without one of our top three minute guys and and uh just was, we're without judd wagner all last week so you know we're, we're hopeful that we're continuing to improve and and uh excited about having four days to practice this week <laughs> yeah you guys I uh,
2: have the week off which is a rare thing for you guys this season have a pure manual this Friday night but you get all week to prepare Price what's that like actually getting a chance to go in practice not kind of having to you know play a game have a day to prep then play another game
7: Yeah it just gives us a chance to uh, compete and practice um, We don't really have to hold back you know because we have a game the next day. And we can really wor- uh, fine tune some things that um, have been troubling us so far this year, and not have to worry about game planning the first two days of the week, or even the first three days of the week, and just gives us a chance to kind of go back and see, you know, what we've doing, what we've been doing well, what we haven't been doing well, and just fixing on things that uh, we can fix on. You guys are coming off a loss on on Saturday at, uh, against Belleville West
2: uh, down in the Constellation title game of the Chick Fil A Classic, but Cleo uh, just what was last week like for you guys? Obviously, three long bus trips. Down to Belleville. What do you think you guys took away from last week that you guys can use uh, going into this Friday night at all?
8: Um, that's a good question. <laughs> so,
2: that means I don't know right now.
8: <laughs> but um, feel like a lot of my teammates kind of felt a little pressure. I mean, it's a big, kind of a big tournament, mm-hmm, so like yeah. had a lot on their chest about it. But uh, we had good practices throughout the week. Felt like. We did pretty good, could have mm-hmm. done a little better, but overall I felt like it was a pretty good mm-hmm. week for us.
2: Gotcha. Jeff, what was kind of your big takeaway from last week? Obviously playing some really tough competition in, in Alton, mm-hmm. uh, Beville Altoff, Belville West, you know, those are powerhouse programs with, with great tradition.
6: Yeah, we, we like to go down. The bus ride is always a challenge. And, yeah. and uh, you know, we, we survived those three trips. And, and to see three different types of teams they all play a little bit different um, it was great we saw some zone which we haven't seen much of this year and, and just teams that play hard every possession which we haven't always seen either so I, I think we got better uh, we definitely had a few things that uh, we needed to work on this week to clean up but uh, mm-hmm. we started doing that tonight and hopefully by Friday we'll be ready.
2: Cleo uh, your boy Price Punk over there kind of garnered some you know local celebrity status early in the season with his, his buzzer beating shots what was it like for him, for you to see him have those moments? And uh, he's still got a—he's still humble about it, though. He doesn't have a big ego or anything, right? Yeah,
8: I love price about that. <laughs> I love it, but I mean, I always like to see my teammates do good, good things, great things, get the media's attention like that. Like mm-hmm. I, I was—I was proud of him. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah.
2: Price, uh, what, what was that stretch like for you? I know we talked. Uh, when it happened, you know, right around Thanksgiving or so, just to have those moments, you know, something 25, 30 years mm-hmm. from now you can tell your kids and, and grandkids.
7: Yeah, I mean, it's kind of cool, but it's all over now. We're just <laughs> on to the next games, to be honest, trying to win games now. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll think about it after the season, but right now I'm focused on next game.
2: Jeff, what was it like seeing him have those moments, and, and how has Price just maybe embraced kind of being at the top or, or sec- right at the top of, of yeah. other team scouting I thought it was season. exciting
6: that he uh, – Prices come in and worked hard in our program for four years, but especially last year, about the second half of the year, when he really became confident on his three-point shot, uh, he's he's never lost that. And so to see him have an opportunity to not only set a school record last year in shooting threes, but also this year to build on that and and to have those two games, three actual three-game winners that mm-hmm. he had in about a two-week period, uh, were great. Hard work yep. paid off. Now uh, you guys
2: had a big rivalry game against Centennial a couple weeks ago. The game you guys came out on top at Combs Gym. Khalil you've been involved in a few of these games you know between Central and Centennial you got them another one coming up later this season but what are those atmospheres like what what was it like
8: playing in in this year's one so far too? I mean it's always fun to play in the atmosphere like that Uh, just got to come into the game knowing not to be too emotional but I mean Centennial versus Central games are always fun Mm -hmm. big crowd it's always hyped up so it was just fun. Price,
2: what's school like the day of a central centennial game?
8: Oh, it's weird.
7: It's like, <laughs> there's no other way to describe it. Like, I mean, that's all everyone talks about. It's like, oh, we're, we're all going to be there for you tonight. Like, get that mm-hmm. win tonight. Get that win. Just, And that's all anyone can focus on, teachers, students, staff members. That's about it.
6: Jeff, what's it like for a coach the day of Always happy when it's over. (laughs) No, it's great. I mean, Cleo said what we we talk about a lot, and that is that game, there's so much emotion. Mm -hmm. uh, And and over the years, our guys have been really emotional at times, and that that impacts you negatively usually. And so I thought this year our guys did a great job of of just trying to capture the emotion and play with it but uh, not get too high or too low Mm -hmm. uh, most of the game. And fortunately, it was a great game, and and, uh, either team could have won in the end. We figured out a way and so we're happy to to get the first one but now we're going back there in a couple of weeks and we'll see what happens. Uh,
2: obviously we've talked a lot about Price and, and Khalil but Jeff you've got a number of other contributors on this team you know Isaiah Roosevelt, Judd Wagner, uh, Diego Sanchez just uh, who? what have you kind of seen from them and these guys are a lot of guys that are new to the varsity basketball experience this season.
6: Yeah outside of these two everybody is really getting their first year of, of real minutes and you know a couple seniors that have played well all year especially as of late are, are Todd Marshall and, and Reese Jacobson mm-hmm. and just doing key things, playing hard, bringing energy, getting rebounds, making a shot mm-hmm. uh, when, when they're open. And, and so that along with all these juniors, you know, we're growing up and we've been shorthanded at times, so they've had to play different roles than we kind of thought they would play. And so, once again, we're hopeful that, you know, we can win a few games here in the, this final stretch of eight and then and, and see what happens in the postseason.
2: Bryce, what's uh, – you guys going to Peoria's manual uh, this Friday night. Uh, tradition-rich program. Obviously, they won all their state titles before you guys are even born. I'm not trying to date Jeff or or me here on that. (laughs) But going into a Big 12 game, what is that like compared to, you know, some of the non-conference games you've had, knowing these are are conference games at a key time in the season, though?
7: Yeah. uh, I mean, every game in the Big 12 is a war. We talked about today that we have some wars coming up in the conference. And just knowing that, you know, we're going to go up there and they're going to compete and they're going to give us their best shot. Mm -hmm. And we just got to return it with our best shot. And um, from top to bottom, you know our conference—the uh, bottom teams beat the top teams all the time, and so we like our chances. You know, if we go up there and compete and play our game, you know, I really like um, our mm-hmm. chance to do well. Now,
2: Khalil, you're you're known for your dunking ability. Uh, when was your first ever dunk that you remember?
8: My first on on a 10 a foot rim. 10 foot rim. First dunk was somewhere of seventh grade. Actually, Tim threw me Finke. a okay. at the L.C., my first dunk. That was my first official dunk. What, uh, what was that moment like? I felt good. I, <laughs> I mean, the gym, <laughs> it, was a, it was a lot of people in the gym, and I got it. I just I just felt like I was on the top of the world. I ain't going to lie to
2: you. What would you say has been your best dunk of your high school career? Or one that, that kind of just brings a smile to your face at all?
8: Okay, is this like in-game? Or yeah, just? any game.
2: I would say during a game, not a, not a practice, like an actual game. Central High School, yes. Oh, um, regionals
8: last year, yeah. I caught a really <laughs> nice body, uh, <laughs> regionals last year. Okay, one, uh, two feet, one hand. Okay, who was Crazy. it against Mac-car-
2: MacArthur in the regional title game? Muhammad, I you think it was, it was MacArthur. MacArthur. Price, what's it like when you see him <laughs> just go up and defy gravity and oh, okay. throw it down
7: like he can? Uh, honestly, the most hype I get on the court is seeing him do his thing. Like I'll don't like i make plays you know, and I'll get happy for myself, but when I see him fly through the air, I'm like, oh, let's go. Like, just, uh, it gives me uh, the, the hi- most hype I am on the court.
6: Jeff, what's it like for you as a coach? It's fun. I get a little nervous. I, I remember <laughs> his, his freshman year when we were winning pretty big in a regional down in Paris and he decided he was going to do a 360 on a breakaway and the young man was chasing him down and mm-hmm. I'd, just, I'd look at that or the other night he caught one and went up for a reverse and landed a little awkwardly, so I just like the hard dunks, straightforward, <laughs> nothing fancy.
2: Uh, when did you know, I guess, in Cleo's in high school career that he could develop into not only a high-flying athlete, mm-hmm. but just kind of an overall player that he, he's kind of become at all?
6: I was fortunate, actually. I coached him when he was a seventh grader okay. at Champaign-Franklin okay. uh, before I moved on to, to Central, and, mm-hmm. and there he was... Raw, really hadn't played a lot, but very athletic. I saw him grab the rim for the first time you know, when he was a seventh grader, and then yeah, later on that year he dunked. But uh, we, we knew then that he was a special athlete, and, and then just seeing him, he moved away with his mom uh, for a couple of years. But when mm-hmm. he came back to Champaign and seeing his highlights from the CP3 camp and the dunks, you mm-hmm. could tell that he was a much improved and much different athlete than
2: All right, Price, you're known as a three-point shooter. Uh, who wins in a game of horse? You Sam Rosso or Gus Rosso?
8: Oh, oh that's a tough one. Oh.
2: <laughs> I get to you they aren't They aren't listening right now. Oh
8: <laughs> man. They dad might listening.
7: be. Yeah, <laughs> Gus is listening right now. Shout out to the Rossos. But, oh. Gus. That's a toss-up. You think Gus? Yeah. I don't know. I think Sam. oh really? I like my abilities, but I know Sam he could just make some crazy <laughs> shots. And, I, and he's the type of person who would practice shots just for a horse, too. Okay. Like, I feel like he puts in the work just for a horse and practices his trick shots.
2: Now, Price, you, you've developed a great reputation as an outside shooter, I guess. When did that first kind of become your thing, and, and when did you realize that that could you know, be a really huge vital part of, of your contribution to Central Boys Basketball?
7: Uh, probably like my freshman year. Um, the JV coaches uh, moved me up to JV, and they told me, I moved you up to shoot, mm-hmm. and so if you don't shoot, I'm going to move you back down. <laughs> I like, that's what they told me so, so I mean, that, that was a moment when I kind of realized it and then you know just putting in more work and seeing you know um, making more each season you know just kind of figured it out that you know helps uh, my teammates out helps him drive and creates lanes for the rest of my teammates mm-hmm. um, you know and they can go score when um, I'm not scoring. Jeff what's
2: it like for you as a coach to have a shooter like that you've obviously coached some, some really good ones in your time at Central your son Tim Finke being one of them Others in the program as well, but how does that? How does he get his shots up without kind of forcing his shots too?
6: That that brought a smile to Jeff Pinky's face as he tries to figure <laughs> it out. Actually, Price has done a great job, and, and since the second half of last year, he's garnered a lot more attention. And mm-hmm. so, having he and Cleo together really does help in that regard. When you have two people, and, and then we have other guys that can score. But uh, for Price, he's learning now to to play. With the attention and the face mm-hmm. guarding, and and it's uh, probably taken a few shots that he shouldn't take this year. But last year, and he never gets yelled uh, at or anything for that, right? He really doesn't. I, <laughs> I, I don't yell very much in terms of bad shots. I let him go, and, and yeah, uh, then we talk about it afterwards. But uh, no, he's he's made so many big shots that we trust him and we give him pretty much mm-hmm. a green light. Gotcha.
2: Uh, you guys play in what I consider probably one of the more historic, more cool gyms, you know, in, in the area, in, in central Illinois, maybe in, throughout the state, and, sure. in Combs Gym. Price, just what's it like when you go out there for a big game and, and you see all the banners, the history, the tradition, just, just being inside, you know, Combs Gym and all?
7: Well, they're not up right now. Okay, actually, that's true. That's right. So. Good point. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, just seeing the history there, like um, even on the – North wall of the gym is a piece of the original floor mm-hmm. that was put in in 1936, and you're like, and you think back, and when the banners were there, you know, there's state titles going back to the 1900s, and, um, like, early 1900s, and just seeing that history, and, you know, uh, be able to be a part of that history, and uh, put on that uniform, is just, you know, a really cool feeling. Khalil, who's your favorite dunker that you like to watch highlights
2: of, or, or model after, or try to imitate at all?
5: Oh, um
8: a good question Uh, (laughs) I don't know honestly is there
2: one you watch YouTube clips of at all or
8: Blake Griffin Blake Griffin I I watch a lot of Blake Griffin
2: gotcha Uh, Jeff obviously it's been a kind of a tragic weekend you yeah. know on, on the basketball scene uh, you know Friday evening you know learning about the passing of Robert Archibald mm-hmm. the former Illini and obviously Sunday's tragic news with, with Kobe Bryant just what's your your take on on those
6: uh, those two yeah it's tough I I knew Robert decently mm-hmm. I, I didn't know him super super well but uh that that was tough and shocking to hear and and uh, we we practiced on that night, and so yeah, it came across when when I finished practice. I had a several texts, and, mm-hmm. and then obviously the the news with Kobe yesterday. Our, our team we talked about it a couple times today during practice. Just you know what kind of a man he was, and and. The, just the legend that he wrote and and uh his story and uh just sad tragedy both mm-hmm. both places yeah okay. tough all
2: right guys well the the music means we're out of time so uh, i want to thank jeff finke Bryce, price price punk k terry from the Champaign central boys basketball team for for stopping by our, our show here tonight they're in action uh this friday night at peoria manual and uh evan that means we survived the show right that means I got two thumbs up from him. so once again, thanks for listening. Colin Likus will be back here uh, next week on the Dick Van Dyke Appliance World Prep Basketball Confidential Show. Have a good night, everyone.